Blog Talk Radio. Aloha, good evening, welcome to Talking Pictures. This has kind of a funky, fun feeling right now. I'm cutting a review of a film. It's 11 o'clock at night. I just watched a fantastic film with podcast take two, Talking Pictures, uh, executive producer, Carolyn Booth, yes, related to me, my mother, a great film titled Sandy Wexler. It's on Netflix right now. It's a Netflix special, so you can't check it out anywhere else, but it's hilarious, especially for our industry friends who listen to this show and support it. You will love all the jokes and the inside jokes. Uh, This is kind of cool because when we started this show, I wanted to be like a DJ. I don't know enough about music, but I always loved those. I love those underground DVD uh, DJ shows where you get to talk about a film that's up and coming or a record, or you get to talk about a record that's, you know, not quite boomed yet. And I loved this show called little Stevens underground garage. And I think it's still on, but anyways, so we're going to get into a film here called title seven. Now this was, First of all, a really great film. Like I always say, if, if we're even talking about a film on here, it's good. We don't bash films. We're reviewers, not critics. We respect artists. Uh, we've made bad films ourselves, so we know it's hard to even make a bad film. Uh, now, this film, we want to thank Miss uh, Sarah, our, our friend through the Fatals, but the Fatals are not sponsors of the show or anything. Uh, Sarah just messaged me one day and said, you know, I think Nicole Franklin, the director, would be a, a valuable asset to the podcast. Now, I love moments like this because uh, Sarah is going to be a future guest. We've never met. We've just talked over Facebook about film and different things. And I, and I love when you can connect with someone's spirit just over an email or a message and they get what you're doing now. It does help that a number of Sarah's friends have been guests on the show. So um, obviously they're not saying bad things about our show. <laughs> Otherwise I wouldn't be on doing this. But uh, we were. I was so thankful because Sarah just said, talk to Nicole. Nicole and I shared a few emails. Nicole, wonderful uh, person. Um, so cordial, so kind, so upfront. The Literally, the only kind of filmmakers I like to deal with or this show has uh, has on. So with that, um, I'm so excited today because this film, I'm going to have to use some words that I don't like wor- using, like Black, African American, and that's just because I don't believe in labels. So I want to let you know that I'm not, nothing is derogatory and everything will be with this film. Now, Title Seven. I was thinking, what the heck is Title Seven? Now, here's the beauty of film, is that you get to learn something new with every film. And I thought, okay, there's got to be some significance to Title Seven, And it was part of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. So, I'm sorry, I'm going to keep my opinions of Lyndon Johnson out of this. Uh, And it has amended it appears in volume 42 and at the beginning of section it prohibits the employment of discrimination based on race color religion and sex i did not mean to laugh at that 
I just chuckled at how our society seems to have not learned from that, um, which is not funny. So I apologize again. Um, Title seven. So after I saw what it was about, which I looked up after the film, I felt dumb. My high school history teacher probably would have said, I talked about that your sophomore year, but you cut class so much. So title seven here, I'm going through all this because I'm trying to uh, let you guys know what it gave to me and the show. This is more important and this is more what it's about than just reading a log line, saying where it's screened, uh, giving a line of adjectives. It's about the personal connection that films bring, be it that our society labels gay, straight, white, black, poor, rich, Chinese. Like Bob Marley said, one love, we're all one as it was in the beginning and shall be in the end. Um, so Title Seven, I'm going to let you guys know, first off, that this screened at, at a number of film festivals so far. So I felt very fortunate to be watching it. Um, I'm always thankful for, for films that come to us, but this was one that I, I actually, I never do this. Um, and I don't remember if I told Nicole, but I stopped the film because I, I wasn't quite ready for where, where I knew some things were going. And I emailed her to say I loved her film and I hadn't finished it. So it would have been really funny if like the next half hour it became something I couldn't stand because I would have had to retract my comments. So this film kind of has a special place in my heart, A, because I am, uh, my mother is Mexican-Italian. My father is a white guy from Missouri. So I've never been into the whole racial thing. I, I've never tolerated or found racial jokes to be funny. I, my opinion as a host and comparing to this film, it's disgusting that we that we ever even had a country that required to mention, to make a rule to not discriminate. Uh, so with that, this is played at some cool film festivals and the print is small. So bear with my uh, reading. It, it was an official selection to the Women, Women in Media Network Women's History Film Festival. It played the Hollywood Black Film Festival. It played Urban World Film Festival. Artemis Women's Film Festival, uh, which is coming up in LA. I, I'm not gonna say anything else. I, I know some off the record information, so I'm gonna leave it at that. Just, um, yeah. I And also at the, you know what, I'm sorry, my eyes are too bad, but it played another festival. Now, the poster's great. Uh, the, the poster here says she's powerful, black and female, but at her firm, black, need not apply. This was a film that obviously from the beginning, the, it started out and you, and you knew it was going to go down uh, something with racism. Now, I like that because it means... Uh, not racism, but in the beginning, I thought, okay, this means that in some way the director is going to be taking a jab at something. And it's like my mom and grandmother used to say to me, uh, you know, just pick a side and make a contribution to the fight. You know, as long as you're not joining the KKK um, or committing a crime, 
get in there and throw your jabs and don't, don't, don't care about where they land with respect. And I could tell that this film was going to come from a place of respect. I could tell it was going to come from a place that was not, um, you know, crazy over the top black Panther style of anti whitey. And I hate all white people. And so I, I could tell right away, okay, I'm in the hands of a good filmmaker and I'm in the hands of someone who wants to say something and who most of all, my favorite thing, uh, and sometimes I'm told not to say this, but I'm going to say this in terms of the review. It's really fun to stir the shit. So the, I'll get into the synopsis here and the log line. Um, she's power. Oh, sorry. That was on the poster. So the synopsis is the CEO of Sanger international. And again, kudos to you, Nicole, uh, you know, writing, producing, directing, the way you handled this film. We'll get to that. But um, the CEO of Sanger International, an IT consulting firm, is powerful and successful Hillary Kelsey. Kelsey is a black woman with no black employees, and no one can figure out why until Daryl Montgomery, her 9.30 a.m. interview, enters the film. On this day, filled with an unbelievably awful morning that reminds Hillary of her place in a racially charged society, a pending account that could make or break the future of a company, and a mystery man determined to turn Hillary's world upside down, the events of the film Title VII illustrate why same race discrimination can not only ruin a company, but possibly destroy lives. Now, that whole same race discrimination thing was examined wonderfully in Spike Lee's school days. I know when we think of Spike, we just think of Do the Right Thing or Malcolm X, or if we're, if we're bigger fans, we get into Inside Man, He Got Game and Crooklyn, or we take the side of we just want Spike to shut up because he's usually right with what he's saying. I, I was fortunate, uh, 10 years old, I was a Spike fan because of Do the Right Thing. And I'm, I'm referencing this because... Uh, with her own respect and her own film, this reminded me of a Spike Lee film. It, it was in black and white, like, uh, which, you know what? I don't notice right now if that was just a subversive choice of film stock. Um, it, it reminded me of Spike's early work. She's got to have it. Uh, Spike, of course, is known for that big right hook. He's got to try and knock your teeth out. He can't take some, take some jabs, do the right thing. 1989, I was 10 years old. My, my father made me watch this film because he knew it was about racism. And uh, of course, violence does nothing. And don't say that that, I, that that means I think they should have done what they did to Radio Rahim or whatever. But uh, as I grew, grew up, my father owned a pizza place. And then learn, I learned that I was Italian. And then I learned that you don't judge culture. So that film became a real cornerstone for me. It became kind of uh, literally my DNA and, and part of who I am. And so anytime something comes across that makes me think of do the right thing, I feel like I'm at home. And so instantly Nicole put me at home as a viewer and has someone who had to take a look at her film. Uh, everything was on. She, she used the location great. She did something that's so few directors can do. I can think of a few indie guests we've had that have done it, but it was pioneered by Sidney Lamette and uh, directors who had no choice but to use one space in the studio days. The Breakfast Club, 
so few films could be in one building or place and keep your attention for an hour and 15 minutes, hour and a half. Uh, the characters were great. They were drawn out. The film kept you thinking. It, it, it was, it, it met the three E's, which are, are just there. They always have to be mentioned, but you don't usually get the three E's, which the film educated, elevated, and entertained. And if a film can do that, you know, the rest is, is gravy. There's, there's not really much more that you can ask for. And this film really left an impression on me that afternoon. And I, I did share some uh, messages with Nicole, letting her know. And I, I am, I'm actually a fan of hers as a director. I'm, I, I appreciate all of our guests and I'm a fan in some way of their work, but every once in a while that film goes through and my film lover side uh, becomes the fan part. I, I really recommend this film, Title Seven, because we're at a real uh, awful tipping point with bigotry and uh, whether it's the same-sex marriage thing or whether it's uh, the, the, the situation in Ferguson or whether it's shootings, it's just like, stop arguing we we need to just be realizing that we're all here we're all here once and i think it's a lot more fun to love each other i think it's a lot more for fun to sit around talk about good films talk about music enjoy culture uh i i was so thankful as, as stupid as i felt in the moment uh to learn what title seven was gave me something to say i'm never again going to forget what title seven is and anybody who ever says what is it i'm going to be able to say it and have this connection to the film. So thank you for that, Nicole. Uh, we're going to plug our social media here, of course. Uh, all the info on the film is at www.nicolefranklin.com. That's Nicole, like usual, but N-I-C-O-L-E Franklin.com slash cine. Uh, that has the media gallery, headshots, et cetera. She has her own website. That's NicoleFranklin.com. And I took a look at this, uh, this website, obviously. Occasionally, I don't completely go through stuff because I don't want um, to have any bias. But I, since I saw this film before I saw a press kit, it was a nice experience. Uh, you can hashtag and follow the film at the first part of this is capital letter. Title seven, and again, the title of the movie Title Seven is the Roman numeral seven, so it's V I I. However, that's explained. Uh, Dr. Doliak, one of our guests who teaches Roman history, if you're listening, I do not mind if next time we talk you correct me. Uh, so it's hashtag Title Seven Film, and hashtag Film a Feature in Eight Days. Those are where you can find all your social media stuff. Uh, Facebook, there's also www.facebook.com slash groups slash Nicole Films. Again, www.nicolefranklin.com slash cine, www.nicolefranklin.com. And then for the, uh, sorry, the page clicked off of my hand. Uh, hashtag title seven, like the Roman numeral film and hashtag film a feature in eight days is where you'll find all the social media people. And then of course, if you want to join in our talk indie film Facebook group, 
which I, I'm learning as I go through this. So I'm appreciating Nicole every time that I, that I interact with her because I talk indie film group. Um, I know I clicked like and following, but that's what this show is. We're just here to talk movies and talk film and art and life. And we call it the virtual uh, coffee shop talk. We, we wish that 30 of our guests could get together and talk film. So instead we try to have as many guests for you to, to get the opinions and all that. So uh, again, title seven, keep an eye out for it. It's on the festival circuit. Uh, we will update you of any other things that come up. Of course, we never discuss uh, anything else that's going on other than what the filmmakers let us know. So um, yeah, I, I just wanted to say, as I find myself fumbling over my words and at a loss for words where most people know I'm a motor mouth that doesn't shut up, um, that I just, I really want to thank Sarah and I really want to thank, thank you, Nicole, for uh, just taking the time to make this film and and make a film that, that needs to be made and a film that doesn't have an agenda, that doesn't try to tell me how to think, that doesn't judge who I am, that just sticks to the story. And I'm very grateful for that because we have filmmakers out there that are doing that. We've been blessed to have so many guests that do that. So I, I, I just really want to acknowledge that. So that's going to do it for me. You guys have a happy holiday weekend. And thank you so much. Lately, the listens, the views, the shares, the videos, uh, the show has just been skyrocketing. And from all my team, our producers, our sound man, our guest reporters, our guest reviewers, our new correspondents that we're going to be uh, introducing, we're always in a state of gratitude for that. So thank you. And again, like I told you, keep that list of films that Talking Pictures tells you to check out. Put Title Seven on that festival circuit list. Aloha, spread some peace in the world. <laughs>